All right, and here we go again. Here we go again. What, what the hell are we doing? I don't know. I don't even know where we're at. Where are we? We are insane. Oh, yes. That's where I love to be. Insane in the membrane. <laughs> yes. That's what where'd, I like. that, where'd that phrase come from? Was that uh, Beavis and Butthead, Insane in the Membrane? I think it was. I don't know. I think there was a, a, a pop song that was like Maybe that. that's what it was. It was a really stupid fucking song. <laughs> so stupid, they probably got inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame. Oh, it's not... Uh, yeah, don't get me going on that again. I've, I've been reading stuff about that lately, too. I think I said abducted. <laughs> You've been abducted, and now you're in the Rock Hall of Fame, motherfucker, because I abducted you and put you in there. Excuse me, people. I meant inducted. Infected? Oh, no, that's supposed to be. I like that. Anything you can put a customer in for some reason. You could I do like. you could put fucking anything. Right. Seriously. And, and when somebody like puts in a rock song or I emphasize it when I'm singing it, you know? Oh yeah. I just like, you know, like kinda like Guns N' Roses maybe, you know, like I see you standing there, you think you're so cool. Why don't you just Fuck off <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyway. You would just want to say that to some people anyway, so you just... Tell them to fuck off? Just say it, sing it. If you want to tell somebody to fuck off, just sing that song. And just say, oh, I'm just singing Guns N' Roses. So if I tell Dan to fuck off, Dan the man, if you yeah. fuck, tell him to fuck off? Dan the man. <laughs> what, uh, why do people, when they have a, uh, someone named Dan, they almost always call him Dan the man? I have no idea. Seriously. I have no idea because I know a few Dans that are real fucking shitbags. They're not the man? No, they're far from the man. I know some nice, cool, respectable Dans, but I know some dirty down Dans. Dildo Dans. Dildo Dans. There you go. <laughs> Dildo Dans. I like that. Uh, oh, oh, that reminds Who's me. Who's that with the dick in his hand? Dildo Dan, Dildo Dan. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, speaking of Guns N' Roses, I, I mentioned, um, I was thinking a lot about 80s bands, you know, because that was like my era growing up. Um, you might have been more, uh, more had a lot of memories with your earlier 80s, but liked a lot of the other stuff that came out because you like rock and roll so and stuff. So I graduated high school in 82. <clears throat> I was 17 in 82. So yeah, I was, you know, like 15 when the 80s started. Because like I was 89. So I was going through my teenage slash early twenties in that at, the, at that time. I was eighties. I was sixty nine, man. No, I wish I could say that. No, I'd <laughs> be old. <laughs> You'll get there. Uh, doesn't Brian Adams? Speaking of eighties, Brian Adams, um, and I like a couple of songs, and I like his voice. I saw him. I saw him live like three times. Yeah, he. It's a good show. What's it? Summer sixty nine. Speaking of sixty nine, you know he wrote that song because of. I, he says on an interview that's why he picked that year, because of 69. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of funny. I didn't know that. I thought uh, he was uh, too young to really enjoy the summer of 69, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but he liked the 69 part. Yeah. No, I saw him live several times. He was yeah. good live. Yeah, I like him. No, I would, I don't know if I consider that like rock, maybe pop rock or, or yeah. softer rock. No, but I like some of that stuff, and that's fine. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, I fine. agree with you. I'm, I composed a list of, of 80s bands, and I noticed that uh, a few of them that I put that were really big in the 80s started like maybe in the 70s, and yes. maybe, maybe had two success, success ugh, I can't even talk. Rigid lips. Successful decades. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. There's '70s bands that did, they were very good in the '80s too. Yes, right. And I, I'm like always, I'm gonna miss a few, few here and there. I was just going off my head. I didn't look for a list. Um, I noticed already I missed somebody that was really big in the '80s. That was big in the '70s too. Is Billy Joel? I really love Billy Joel. I love his style. I love everything he does. I think he's great. And how many times did you say you've seen him? Billy Joel just once. Oh, just with Elton John. With Elton right? John, though, yeah. What a great. We might probably talked about this already. I think we did. But, uh, yeah, if you ever get a chance, go on YouTube and watch Elton John and Billy Joel play together. It is fantastic. Totally agree. I mean, totally agree. two beautiful talents putting their shit together, playing each other's songs, complimenting each other, and it was. And they both know how to put on a show up there on stage. Yes. Yeah. Two great front men who yes. sit on their ass and play the piano. How about yes. that? Yes, agreed. Of course, Billy Joel gets up once in a while and he fucking will uh, walk around and rock. Oh, yeah. You know? But I, I just love Billy Joel. Elton John was another one who was really big in the 80s, speaking of Elton John. Well, it started in the 70s. Yeah, but he had a lot of hits in the 80s. Through the uh, two decades, know? he was full of hits. Yeah. yeah. I'm still standing. Aerosmith was the same way. It started in the 70s, yes, hits in the 80s, I have even Aerosmith. hits in the 90s. So. Journey. Journey, yes. Ozzy. Uh, and not just Ozzy, but Ozzy doing other things, too. That's um, what I mean. Uh, the duet with... Um, Lita Ford. Lita Ford, She's yeah. on my list for 80s, too. Yeah. Yeah, she did uh, the song Kiss Me Deadly was a big hit. Yeah, that just came out of my library last night. Kiss me once, kiss me twice. Come on, pretty baby, kiss me deadly. And I wanted to kiss her so deadly. <laughs> oh. Anyway, she was wearing those spandex on that, and... Really rocking, and she was just a hot rock chick. And uh, she was. Yeah, I think she was totally cool. I agree with you 100. Awesome. I, I think she's still totally cool. I think she's still hot today. So she still plays. Yep. Um. 
Who else do we got here? How about Bruce Springsteen, the boss? He was, like, he started in the 70s and had big hits in the 70s. And then in the 80s, he still, he came out with this Born in the USA album. That was a big album, yeah. And blam. I was said, I told you already I wasn't particularly fond right. of that album. Right, I liked a couple songs. I liked the Pink Cadillac. That was a cool song. That's a good song. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, um, and there's a couple good ones I do like on there. But it wasn't my favorite. I liked the earlier E Street Band stuff, you know. I like when Clarence Clemens had a big point play in the in whatever song usually. And I just want to say Heart. I does, love Heart. Does the best version, and they were big in the seventies, and then they got in a. They got kind of poppy in the eighties. Well, it got really their band got really a lot of drama mm. in it because they were dating the other guys in their band. The the guitar player, the original Heart people were they were, the girls were dating them. Right. And uh, it ended up where uh, the guitar player, I forgot his name, I. Um, but he threw his guitar down on stage and just walked off and never, never played with those guys again. Huh. And, and, and they just fired those guys, the heart. They went on, hired new people. And in the 80s, they revived themselves with, like, Alone and stuff like that. Yeah, see, that's the part of heart I'm not a fan of. Right, I like the earlier stuff, too. Yeah. Um, They've kind of gone back to their but they did. now again. You know, that, that, they were big hits. Oh, yeah, they were. They sold a lot of records back then. Yeah. I thought they kind of sold out to the establishment back then, too. So. Uh, they, um... They went away from their roots and kind of sold to the making a bunch of money real fast. Yeah, you're right. They tried to appeal more to the yes, yeah, to the '80s style. Yeah, to top forty music. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to make sure they got top forty hits because that's what made the money. They're so great. Sold the records. I gotta say, you were talking about a uh, uh, cover version of "Stairway to Heaven." Right. I never liked cover versions of "Stairway to Heaven." Never. But the, besides when Hart did it for the Kennedy Honors. Oh yeah, yeah. Very I good watched version. that on YouTube. Uh, you know, periodically, you know. Yeah, I've seen that one quite a few times. I love that. Yep, that's the best for and 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 Jason Bonham's playing drums in that. So John Bonham's son's playing drums for. Oh, him. that's right. Yeah, I had to think about that for a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. and you get looks like when you because they pan over to uh, Robert Plant, Jimmy Page are sitting next to each other. Because they're sitting there being honored. Right, right. And uh, you, I swear to you, Robert Plant is crying. He's got some wetness in his eyes, huh? Yes. He oh. feels it, and he's probably thinking, he really loved John Bonham. That's why when John Bonham died, they just said Zeppelin's over. That's when it ended. Yeah. I mean, they weren't really feuding or nothing. John Bonham died. End of Zeppelin. Blam. Yeah, they, they, they didn't feel they could go on without him. Right. Even when they... Got back together, like for periodically for different things. They wouldn't call themselves Zeppelin. No, it'd be Page Plant. I like that album that came out, Page and Plant. When they did that, I love that. I used to play that album a lot. It's killer. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I love that album. Yep. What about a band called uh, Thirty Eight Special? I have them on my list. I like them, and the singer of the Thirty Eight Special, one of the singers, because a few of them sing. Uh, is is a Van Zant re- related to uh, Ronnie Van Zant? Oh yeah, I forgot about that too. That's and right. The, and the and he died, of course, in the plane wreck. And then uh, the 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 his younger brother, who took over singing for uh, Leonard Skinner, and well, he's a Van Zant. I forgot his first name, but to this day, if they're playing, he's singing for them. I don't know if they're playing still. If they're, I think they are. But that's the singer. He's a Van Zant. Probably 
closest to the only original guy left. Yeah, I don't, they, they're, 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 no originals are left. Yeah, a lot of them are dead. A lot of the originals got killed in a plane wreck way back in the 70s. And uh, when they got back together, they still were a super group when they got back together and had different players. They weren't original, of course. Had a couple original that since died. And uh, then uh, the brother just kind of took it on. And I think they're going to retire soon. I, I think I heard them talking about that. Going to say that's enough, huh? Yeah, that's enough. Kiss. There you go. But again, they started in the 70s. They did, but yeah. they, they actually did kind of, they changed their style a lot to conform to the 80s. They did too, yeah. I mean, when you listen to Kiss, like say, Tears Are Falling. Right. That's the 80s all the way. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but great song. I love that song. I feel good when I hear that song for some reason. I don't know why. It says tears are falling. Oh, no, tears are falling. I remember liking uh, Lick It Up. Yeah, that's when they took off their makeup. Yes. But they didn't have no original, or well, they only had two of the original guys, right? Right, yeah, there was only, two, there was only Paul and uh, Gene Simmons left. Right, and they had Vinnie Vincent, I think it was, and uh, Eric Carr. Yeah, sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, which our Vinnie Vincent was pretty shredding back then. And Eric Carr, uh, I would just consider him one of the originals. He was so great. I'm, I'm sorry, Peter Chris, but <laughs> Eric Carr was in there for a long time, and he would probably have still been there today because they loved him so much. If he didn't get if he didn't get his illness and what happened to him, right? Yeah, right. I love Eric Carr. Shit happens. I love Eric Carr. I love you, man. But I like Peter Chris too. I don't love Peter Chris though. I love Eric Carr. Isn't that weird? Can you feel the love? I love Eric Singer, too, the one who plays for Kiss now. He's been in Kiss probably the longest now at this point. Wait a minute. Eric Carr. Yep. Wasn't there a singer who had his own stuff back in the, <clears throat> I think it was the 70s, maybe the early 80s? His name was Eric Carr. Oh, Eric Carr did some stuff before he was, uh, he actually sang and was in a band before uh, Kiss. Eric Singer did some stuff before Kiss. He was in the band. I'll have too. to look this one up. But I think there was a. I think I had a forty-five of some guy named Eric Carr back in the day. Eric Singer. Forty-five for you that don't know is a small record that you put on your record players back when I was a really young guy. Yeah. <laughs> you can throw it really good like a. Frisbee. You had the A side song, which is usually the song that was the popular song, and the B side, which a lot of people didn't play because that wasn't the popular song. But when you flipped it and listened to the B side, it was like, damn, that's pretty good too. Yeah. Quick fact: back in the. Uh, in the 60s, uh, John Lennon, you know, he made a comment that, that uh, he was more popular than Jesus Christ or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, man, that really offended people back then. They had places where you could go and smash your Beatles album. And they got videos of people doing it. And it really was, he was kind of uh, taken out of context and his meaning was misconstrued, I would say. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're talking religious people, so they do that shit all the time. I tell you one thing, if I lived back then, when that happened, I would have not busted my Beatle albums. I would say, I don't care. You know, he probably was more popular than Jesus to the kids. You know? Yeah, no, I, you know, I'm Mr. Liberal, so whatever. Nothing against Jesus. <laughs> Again, yeah, fine with that too. Yeah. Whatever. But it's usually the religious people who get all bent out of shape about shit. Yep. What about Billy Idol? Ah, he's on my list. Yeah. Rebel Yell, White Wedding. 
Eyes Without a Face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rock the Cradle of Love. Rock the Cradle of Love. That's a cool Money, song. Money. Yeah. Yeah, no, I listen to a lot of Billy, Billy Idol. I think I had two of his albums. Yeah, he's good. I really love Rebel Yell. And the, what's great about Billy Idol is he's just original. He's himself, and he's always been himself. And he came out at a time when, you know, uh, there was a lot of weird shit. And uh, he had definitely had his own sound. He was great, and his guitar player, which is named Steve. I was just going to ask you about him. I forgot. Steve Steve. This guy is very good. He can make some sounds. He actually toured with Michael Jackson for a while. That's right. Yeah. No, he uh, kicked ass. Okay. I agree. Watch the Dirty Diana video and watch the solo. He makes his guitar sound like a spaceship. It sounds like dude, mm. like making a like spaceship shooting noises. It, it's awesome. He's good. And uh, that's part of the Billy Idol uh, experience. Agreed. Steve. I like the guitarist a lot. Yeah, Steve Stevens. Um, Billy Idol. Yeah, I like those videos. So when I first saw him... The only song I didn't like by him, I get to say one thing. There's one song I just couldn't stand by him and I would turn it off all the time. And it's not on my list. I dancing with my self. Uh, 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 oh. Dancing with my self. Uh, 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 oh. Sweat. 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 Uh, 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 oh, sweat, 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 sweat. Ah! So that's I mean, on list of uh, things like, I hate for Derek. It's kind of like you know, <laughs> like you're playing with yourself. I'm playing with myself. Uh, uh, oh, uh, oh. so that's another sweat. version of saying you're beaten off. Sweat. Dancing sweat. with myself. Sweat. And what I'm doing right now? Wait, wait. Think about it. Dancing with myself. It, I know. I think that's what it is. <laughs> It's a masturbation song. It is. <laughs> That's why he's sweating. I like it. One of my favorite bands from the 80s, one of my favorite bands today, still, Motley Crue. Well, yeah. <laughs> and they started in the 80s. Yeah, Motley Crue kicked ass. Yes. They still kick ass. But I have to say, I, I don't have a lot of respect for Vince Neil. And why would that be? Oh, because of his, what happened in his past there with the car? No. That was a mistake. Okay. Uh, he was young. He killed a guy, obviously. That's, uh, you know, he got in an accident and he fucked some other people up who were in the other car. But the right. guy he was driving with, Razzle, who was the drummer of Hanoi Rocks, right. um, he got killed. But what I don't like about him is since then, he's had so many DWIs. I mean, if I killed somebody, I would never drink and drive again. Well, I, what I don't understand about uh, uh, celebrities I don't that get DUIs, yeah. it's like you can afford to take an Uber or have a chauffeur or get a taxi or rent a limo with a driver for the day or whatever. You can afford to do that. Why aren't you doing that? I think that it, that's exactly what I always think, too. If I could afford to do that, I'd be doing that all the time. Again, I wouldn't have to drive then. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, Vince Neil... Every video I see of him, and I hate it, too, because I want him to sound good. Even oh, you're talking about the stuff they do, they're doing now? God, every video yeah. I see, I don't see how he's going to tour with them. And It's the backup singers that help. <sighs> he's terrible. Because we saw him when they came here. How many years ago has that been? Probably six years ago, whatever. But um, it was supposed to be their final tour, which they've been doing now for six years. But anyway, the music and everything was great. His voice was not at all but there was like 
three female backup singers on the back next to the drums that were standing back there, and they like, were covering his ass. He usually has, like, hot backup singers. Oh, yeah. 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 Which I agree. And this is one of my favorite bands from the 80s, and I've mentioned this on our last podcast, I think. Uh, White Snake. Yes. Love White Snake. So, like David I told, like, like told Eric, you know, David Coverdale <laughs> came from, uh, uh, he started and he got a gig with uh, uh, Deep Purple. And then uh, he formed his own band, White Snake, back then. And everybody remembers he probably did, who knows White Snake, he did like. Take me down slow and easy. Still the night. Yeah, but still the night. That was the later shit. Oh, okay. They did an old version of Here I Go Again that didn't make, that didn't wasn't huge on the charts. Like I said in the very in the lyrics, it was like, like a hobo I was born to walk alone, and it's drip. He says drifter and the, later. In the, yeah. yeah. So, David Coverdale. What I read is he fired all his people because of the '80s trend. Kind of got out of that deep purplish sound, which he kind of came from, with keyboards and stuff. Hired like kind of eighty shredder guitar players, and formed a new White Snake, and that's when they came out with Still of the Night. Okay. Here I go again, the a version that actually made a hit. Right. Which, uh, Tawny Katane helped. Is that how I pronounced her name? Yes, you said it. Uh, she helped that video so much, I'm sure. Well. MTV back then. Yeah. They actually played music on MTV back then. Right. And I look forward to it. When I got off school... We used to watch it all the that's time. That's the first thing I sh- put yep. on while I did my shit. Yep. That uh, was back when we finally got a TV at our house, my senior year. And MTV became popular my senior year. And then after, like, they played all this metal shit, and it was all metal shit back then. Oh, yeah. Uh, they uh, would play this show called The Grind, and it wasn't metal shit, but they play a lot of different uh, top hit musics. And it was like, and like they do it in different beach locations, oh, yeah. all over, and hot chicks and like thongs and shit would dance. Oh, I just loved it. Sex and rock and roll. That's right. They I didn't have a show called Headbangers Ball or something like that. I love that show. Yeah, yes, that I used was to watch favorite. that a lot. See, I would turn down the grind after all the, the headbanging shit was over, and so the chicks would dance around, and then I'd turn on my stereo to heavy metal and shit. <laughs> We've got to make sure we don't lose the chicks that are dancing around. Exactly. Because <laughs> okay, I want to mention another 70s one. Okay. Van Halen. Van Halen. Great. 1984 was probably their biggest album. Probably, yeah. So, yeah, thinking about that, yeah. Um, it might not have been, but... It, probably probably David, the best selling. With David Lee Roth, at least. Yeah. Because I think Sammy Hagar surpassed the David Lee Roth as far as sales. And stuff. Oh, really? I'm not sure of that. Huh. I, I think I heard That's that. That's something I'm going to look up. I think I heard that on, on a show I was listening to. So Van Halen was one of those bands that when I first heard them, and I heard their first album, I think it was my seventh grade year, uh, blew my mind. Yeah, I what bet. What the fuck is this? I this always, is awesome. Because I didn't hear it when they first came out. I heard it like a little later. I was into Kiss at the moment. And and yeah. uh, and, and when I heard it, I was like, this is incredible. This is amazing yes. shit. Yes, but they they were hot and popular all through the eighties, and then they even came out with, in the late eighties with Sammy Hagar shit that was huge and popular. They played nonstop on videos. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and were, radio. Oh yeah. Well, Sammy Sammy had already become a name in himself, and then you joined him up with Van Halen. So you got Sammy fans that want to listen to him, and Van Halen fans that want to listen to him, and then other people who were like, "Oh, I like the way this is going." So right, right. You also got to remember too, Eddie Van Halen, his music abilities in the early 80s and the late 80s, had evolved immensely. 
he wasn't just playing guitar. He was doing the. He got into the organ, doing that shit. But he was changing the way he played the guitar too. So he is such a, a talented dude. I mean, and you think he died? And where does that talent? Where does that go? It's is, sad how that is. Happens. This somewhere in the universe? Yeah, that's yeah. I hope so because when that's the first thing I'm gonna look for when I die is Eddie Van Halen's talent in the universe. You hear the music and go, oh. I'm going over there. I'm going there. I hear that guitar. There you are, Eddie. <laughs> Finally get to meet you. All right, I got a name for you. Go for it. Prince. I got him on my list. Yeah, see, I'm not surprised. Okay, so you know... <laughs> we pr- think a lot alike. I think Prince is so great for a lot of reasons, okay? For one, of course, my favorite kind of thing, he's a fucking killer guitar player. Well, yeah. yeah but he's underappreciated. I don't understand why. I don't. I don't think he is. Well, normally when you people give their list of guitar players, you don't see Prince's name on. Okay, you're right. You, if you put it that way, he is underappreciated as a, a guitar, guitar player. player. Yes. Because did I? I don't even know if I put him on my my greatest list. I think I might have. I think I might have though. I wouldn't be surprised. It's up to like 800 now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's not on the list, he goes on the list. Not only that. <clears throat> uh. He uh, is a great singer. He's got fucking a range. He can get so goddamn high. He can get so goddamn low. How does he do that? He must have like, I'm going to have to look up his octaves, but he's got to have at least six or seven octaves. You know what I'm saying? He was a multi-talented artist. And his styles. I'm going to say styles. You can't put him in any genre. No, he's his own thing. Yes. He's, he's rock. He's funk. He's fucking pop. I was just going to say that. He's rock, he's funk, he's pop. Yeah. He, I mean, he's but basically whatever he wants to be, he'll figure it he's out. He's love songs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't say enough about Prince. And it took me a while to appreciate him, I honestly got to say. When he first came out, I didn't, I didn't appreciate him as much. And it took me through time and, and, and exploring his catalog and, and really seeing him on YouTube. And uh, that made me really appreciate me. And I did like his movie, Purple Rain. I, that's what, that's kind of like um, ACDC's Back in Black. Purple Rain is what vaulted him way above where he was before. ACDC, speaking of ACDC, they're on my list. No. Uh, of st- the 70s to 80s. Cause, right. Because, of course, Brian Johnson came in, right? Yeah. Back in Black. Back in Black, that's and, what. Uh, but that took ACDC from the level they were at to, woo, way high. Yeah, and, and, um... All through the 80s, uh, ACDC was cranking out killer albums. 90s, they were doing it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, they still put out albums to this day. They stayed in there. How about Poison? I like Poison. Yeah. You know my favorite song by Poison is? Because I think of this when I'm working, uh, when I'm at work. Um, I'm always working, slaving every day. Oh, yeah. Gotta get a break from the same old, same old. Exactly. Because we, we really don't, everybody, even you guys out there listening, all ten of you, uh, maybe eleven by now, um, you don't need nothing but a fucking good time, okay? And, and you how can you resist it? Exactly. You can't resist it. Right, and it doesn't get better than this. Nope, don't get any better. Yep. How about Scorpions? I was just going to say the same band. 70s, too? Were they in the Late 70s? 70s. Yeah. Late 70s, yeah. Um... But they really gained popularity, I think, in the 80s mostly. The 80s, again, when they took off. Yeah. My yeah. favorite album by Scorpions to this day, but there are other albums I like a lot, 
is Blackout. Blackout's the album that got me into to begin with, and then I started looking at other shit. Oh god, that album is so good. That's that one song I think that has no bad song from beginning to end. Yeah, I agree with you. That's one album you can listen to the whole thing. You don't go, you don't fast forward or anything. You listen to the whole thing. Yeah. That's another subject we were talking about at work. Uh, song albums that were good from beginning to end. We'll we'll maybe talk about that on another podcast. Part, part of the thing with that for me is today uh, bands don't really make albums anymore. Right. They put out songs and they sell them individually for the most part. You might still still see them put out a, a vinyl and it's got maybe four or five songs on it. Yes. Yeah, they don't have, like back when we were younger, they'd have 11 or 12 songs on the damn thing. Which reminds me of, of to tell people out there, uh, if they don't know, which I think I might have told you, Guns N' Roses. Remember, um, I brought some news up about them and they've came out with a song or two. Um, but they said they're not going to release an album. They're just going to keep coming out with singles. Right. Until they have a full album, and then they'll come out with an album. Okay. So through time... Until they have a full album. I mean, it could take six months. So we're talking new shit, though, right? Brand new shit. Okay, okay. And I think, and their song that everybody says sucks, grew on me so much, I listened to it every I was week. the same way with that, actually. Yeah. I was the, when I first listened to it, I was like, yeah. What was that called, Hard School? I think it was called Hard School. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah. I actually think you're the one who told me to listen to it. So anyway, fucking good. And at first, I was like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And then I heard it again. I'm like, all right, all yeah. right, I like it more this time. It so. rocks. And if you don't like it, I understand. Um, you're used to a certain Guns N' Roses sound. Maybe that's different than what you're used to. Maybe that's why. Maybe it just sucks to you. But I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about Joan Jett and the Blackhearts? I love Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. <laughs> she really was good through the 80s, and she was cranking out hit after hit. Now, she was with the Runaways in the 70s. Right, right. But which early, was early the, 80s when was, she was, which was, was another girl we mentioned, Lita Ford. Lita Ford. Yeah. yeah. But Joan Jett, I like better than Lita Ford, her music better. I agree. Um, she had a lot of hits, and she was constantly played on MTV. Oh, I mean, yeah. I only remember the one video by Lita Ford, Kiss Me Deadly, that's it. Uh, but Joan Jett, I remember about 10 videos. Yeah, I'm only thinking of the one video for Lita Ford, too. I'm not coming up with anything else. Exactly. I wanted to mention this band because they were... Joan Jett, by the way, live. Yeah? Oh, it's worth it. She can play a good live show. Very good live show. Because they just fucking rock. Exactly. So she, she just they're stands just, up there and rocks. They're straight up rock and roll. She's yeah. like a girl ACDC. Yes, I was going to compare to ACDC. <laughs> they know how to get out and just fucking rock. I wanted to mention this band because they came out and they were so unique. And uh, their video, and it appealed to me what they were singing about. And they had a couple hit songs, and they played them a lot on MT. And they were a hard rock metal band, and they were all black dudes. And they were called oh. Living Color. Yes. Color spelled C-O-L-O-U-R, by the way. Which, that's how it's spelled over in England. Is that why it's like that? I think that, yeah. Huh. Or are they English? Uh, quite possibly. I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. Huh. But that's how they spell it in other countries, put it that way. The, so. This band was great. They had a great video, Cult of Personality. So for years on that song, I didn't know the correct words to a lot of that song. I'm not sure why. So it's interesting when I finally found out the words. I'm like, oh, I've been saying that wrong for years. It's an inspirational song, Cult of Personality. Yes, it is. If you actually listen to the words and pay attention, you know, like I was just singing it before and I realized I was doing the right words. And I, I, uh, they have another song I really like, and I can't remember what it's called. It's like, it's called, uh, I think it's called Bridges or something like that. It's about, it says like, you can tear a bridge down, or something like that. And I really like it. It's kind of a slower song. But, man, this band rocked. 
And it was so cool to see them, uh, you know, see a band like that come out like that. Yes, agreed. You know? So anyway, we got them. One of my favorite bands, and it's still today, and they keep coming out with new shit anyway, Tesla. Yeah, so Tesla, I knew of them back in the 80s, and the, their songs that were popular, but I didn't really get into them as much. I'm not sure why, actually. But I've been paying attention to them since you and I have been hanging out doing shit, and uh, I've really come to appreciate Tesla now. Yeah. Yeah, they, I've changed my... Not that I didn't appreciate them before, but I didn't really know them. I didn't pay attention that much, but I now I do. I'm like, wow. I could turn you on to a lot more Tesla that you've never heard. I mean, they have their popular hit songs, right? But they have so many really good songs, right? That's all I always wonder about. Like when I hear uh, bands with hits and I listen to like their whole album, because some bands are like this, and you wonder why this song ain't a hit. You know what I mean? And a lot of people agree when you talk to the fans. Everybody knows the song, right? But it wasn't the one they play on the radio all the time. Radio had a lot to do with um, how things, I guess, became hits. Right. And, and producers would choose, usually, which song is sent to the radio to be played. Right. And oftentimes, actually, the song that was sent wasn't the one that ended up being a hit on that record. It was the, like the second or third song that they decided to start playing. Right, right. So, what about uh, Skid Row? I got them on my list. I love Skid Row. Slave to the Grind, uh... Youth Gone Wild, and they had a couple nice slow songs, uh, like Remember Yesterday. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. they had the 18 in Life. Yep. 18 yep. So they had in some, Life. They had some carry. popular songs. They did. Yeah. But my favorite album by them wasn't uh, Youth Gone Wild. My favorite album was, was and I don't, I don't know if it was called Slave to the Grind, but it had this song called Slave to the Grind. That's the one I was going to say. And Monkey Business. Monkey Business, yeah. Oh, I love that. They got really hard. Yes, agreed. And I just thought it rocked. But I do like their, their mainstream hits that they had, too. I do. Uh, I like them a lot. And I loved Skid Row when they came out, you know? What about Rat? I got Rat on my list. I like Rat. Out of the Cellar was a great album. To be honest, I think on Out of the Cellar, I don't think there's a bad song on there. That was another one that I would listen to all the way through. Yeah. Me, too. I like it. So, uh, Rat was the... Uh, if, or, if I was going to say live music, it was probably the loudest show I've ever been to. And uh, also partied really, really hard at that show. So I don't remember it a whole bunch. Luckily, I had Risa to tell me what to fill in the blank spots. No but, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know... Because uh, uh, I didn't realize, for instance, at this show, first of all, I didn't realize she was even there. Until she brought it up and said, hey, I was there. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. But opening band was Bon Jovi. Oh. And the, we had they hadn't put out their big album yet. They had right. Runaway was Bon the song. Jovi got way bigger than Rat. Oh yeah, Wait, but at that time they weren't quite there yet. Yeah, so opening band was Bon Jovi. I think the most part about Bon Jovi is he was so fucking good looking, and chicks loved him so much. So oh yeah, but he did have a great voice. No, and they got some good music. That's an '80s band too. They yeah. have a lot of good music, and Richie Sambora, Sambora, whatever, he's underrated. I don't ever see him on a list. He's great. Yeah, and so why did he get fired? He didn't get fired. He quit. Oh, he quit? Yes. Was that what I thought? Um, I thought he got fired. They, According to Bon Jovi and him, he's always welcome to come back to the band. Oh, okay. They had no disagreements. Richie wanted to just kind of do his own thing. The only thing that upset Bon Jovi, um, they have no ill wills to each other. They love each other. They're like brothers. Okay. Uh, but the only thing that kind of a set of Bon Jovi is he quit right in the middle of a tour. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Right. Right. But but and and since then, Richie Sambora, you know, he's been going around doing his own thing, writing his own music and singing some Bon Jovi songs because he helped write those, so they're his too. And uh, he's been touring with his girlfriend, which is uh, Oriante, that hot Man. blonde chick. Man, she can play. She's a shredder. Yes. Yes. She is like Steve Vai. A chick. I saw her with Alice Cooper one year. She's like a chick Steve Vai. Yes. I was impressed all get out. That's his girlfriend. Well, I'm I, so I bet there's jealous. some good music going on in that house. I'm so <laughs> jealous. I, that's, I, I want her to be my girlfriend. Well, you can't have a girlfriend now. Your girlfriend's your wife. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am I saying? God damn it. You think my wife would give me a hall pass for that? Uh, I said that to a... Uh, she turns me on, dude, because <laughs> her talents. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and not to mention, she is hot. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. I uh, said to Did my... Did I say your name right? Or grands- yeah, you got it right. said to my grandson one time about uh, I, my girlfriend, and um, he goes, you don't have a girlfriend? I'm like, what do you mean? Grandpa can't have a girlfriend? He's like, no, you're married to Grandma. <laughs> I'm like, but Grandma's my girlfriend. And then he just looks at me like trying to comprehend that how can she be your girlfriend and your and grandma and wife? I, I don't get that. You can just tell by looking at him. He's trying, I said, Grandma's my girlfriend. She's like, you can tell it as mine. That's just not possible. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, like, I like effing with the grandsons. I love my grandkids. They're so fun. And, yep. and pretty soon my grandkids are going to be moving to Texas. With my, because that's where my daughter's. Uh... Oh, stationed, right? Yes. Yeah, he's in the service. No, he's not in the service. Oh, I thought he was. But he does work in Texas. That's where he lives. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm happy for her a lot, and she needs to live her life. Right. Um, it bums me out because I'll see my grandkids less. That's three grandkids, because my other daughter only got one. Right. So that's. A big chunk of my family. We got two of ours in Germany right now. So. Yeah, I understand. I understand, but we it's know tough. But that's how you use the FaceTime and the, yes. the Zoom or whatever. And believe me, believe me, if you ever listen, Crystal, you will pay to send them down here as much as I need to see them. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pay. I love you guys so much. If you ever listen, um, I love my grandkids so much, almost as much as my dogs. <laughs> uh, okay, I got a few more bands. All right. um, Warrant was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, they yeah. had a lot of good shit. Yep. And even after, uh, I don't know if anybody ever paid attention to them after you know their hits went away, but they made a few more albums and they were really good. They kind of went to the grunge style for an album. I don't know if you ever heard that. No, because I, I never heard it because it never went to the charts or anything. Right. And then MTV was kind of shit and dead by then. Yeah. They and radios would never play that shit anymore. No. But uh, so they kind of got fucked. But it was a good album. <coughs> and uh, so we know now that you know Janie Lane's dead. Which sucks, and he wouldn't have been with Warren anyway because he had his personal demons. The drinking was his main problem, and uh, but they got a great frontman right now. Um, you ought to check him out. But I got another one. Uh, how about Triumph? I love Triumph. Love Triumph. Good yeah. Canadian band. If you listen to Triumph, the, like because he has words in their songs. Yeah, they they only have like. Like, laid on the line is probably what most people know. 
Yeah. But if you listen to a lot of, just to the, watch a whole concert of them, and the guitar player, and I, I fucking got a loss for his name, and I knew his name, but he, the guitar player, he's a singer, the singer too. Yes. Good looking guy too. Uh, he is awesome. He's a good guitar player. I mean, he shreds. He shreds, yeah. He's That's fucking badass. What made me become a fan was the guitar player. He got a high voice, too. And then I started paying attention to the words on some of the songs. I'm like, damn, these are pretty cool songs, too. High fucking voice. Saw them live as well. I want to mention if... Uh, One tw- more. Uh, Twisted Sister. Yeah, they were popular back then. I, uh, his thing with the Congress and uh, wanting to put the explicit... Remember the labels on... On the albums, it was uh, Tipper Gore. Yes, wanted to yes, put, yes, And he went in Congress and testified. Yes. That's when my level of respect for the guy went up tremendously. Uh, it's like, stand up for what you know is right. And you know what? He was well-spoken. Yes. And Dee Schneider's an intelligent guy. But I knew that when he got in front of them, the congressmen would be looking down their nose at this long-haired, hippie, who-knows-what, low-life, blah, blah, blah. And he spoke very eloquently, and he knew what the hell he was talking about. Yes. Exactly. I just want to mention a couple more before we close out here. All right. Um, Quiet Riot, I really liked back then. They had Bang, Bang Your Head. head. Come, Come on, on Feel the Noise, yeah. <laughs> Come um, on, Feel the Noise actually came from another band, right? They did. Slade? How, yeah, Slade. Yeah. How about this? Mama, Mama, we're all crazy now. Uh, they were kind of killer. They were really killer. Uh, when you saw them in concert, the, because the songs that were popular at the time were just the way they were, the whole, everybody would get in together, you know, bang your head. Right. And the whole, just everybody in the places, their heads going up and down, their arms going up and down. Listen, and, I, yeah. I remember this, 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 uh, this is an experience I remember. When MTV was really popular, they always had the top ten of the day. And, and, oh, and okay. before metal did take over for a while, yes. it was just pop songs and shit. And uh, so... Uh, Quiet Riot and Def Leppard were battling and kept moving up the charts. Right. I forgot what Def Leppard's song was, but I know Quiet Riot was uh, Come On, Feel the Noise. uh, Photograph, probably. Fucking Quiet Riot beat, made first place with the first band, metal band, Quiet Riot, to ever make number one on the charts. Oh, cool. Yep. And then after that, metal bands started making it on the charts, but they were the first. They popped the cherry. They did. But I want to make a few, before we close out, I'm sorry, uh, I want to just make a few audible mentions of people that weren't really rock, but we played a lot of MTV, and I enjoyed some of their videos. And I'll do this fast. Um, I liked Whitney Houston a lot. Okay? Okay. Did you ever like Whitney Houston? Yeah. Great voice. Yes. I said Brian Adams. I didn't really consider him rock. Um, the Rhythmics. Oh, yeah, Annie Lennox, yeah. Yeah, Annie Lennox, awesome. Uh, I liked some Madonna videos. I didn't have much of a choice there for a while. A friend of mine, he always listened to Madonna on MTV all the time. I thought she was very entertaining. She was very entertaining, yes. Huey Lewis in the News? Yeah, Huey Lewis I liked, yeah. I liked them a lot. I liked the I still want a new drug, by the way. Okay, this is what got me to like the Bengals, but I actually think they're talented. But that chick, Suzanne Hoff, and even to this day, she's kept herself up very well. She is very talented, got a very good voice. She plays guitar. Oh, she's so hot. Smoking. She is my dream girl. <laughs> my wife would have to give me. My mom tried to win me a contest where I could. Uh, Meet her? Yeah. Ah, that'd be cool. It was an MTV contest. Uh, but anyway, that about closes it up. And uh, it was really fun mentioning all these people. 
I think Eric's getting sick of me talking and he's signaling me to shut the fuck up. So I'm going to shut the fuck up and say to everybody, <laughs> we love you. Make, get more people to listen because we want more people to listen. Uh, we love everybody. Peace. We're out. Gotcha.